Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Black Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Black Malt out here. Mm. Furnace, furnace, furnace. Come on. Um, I was going to say something. Ooh, it's been announced that from February, congestion charge stuff is not going to be as mad as it's been. What does that mean? So it's not going to be as expensive. No, so it's going to, no, the price stays the same. But the hours change from Monday to Friday, 10 to 6 p.m. Okay. Weekends, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Now, why would they do that if apparently TFL is suffering? Because they're increasing the... the, the council tax. So offsetting it that way, I'm assuming. These guys are such crooks. No, but then it doesn't make sense. If you're already taking money for a particular... I mean, of course, there's corruption all over. So, you know, someone's, someone's probably saying, yo, you need to sort this out for me. But if you're already taking money here, why stop taking money here and then increase taking money somewhere else? Like, oh no, maybe it makes it like it's almost like when you um alleviating the stress on one part to make them think like you're doing something good and then yeah, you're sliding it somewhere else. Yeah, probably gonna make much more from the yeah. council tax thing than they are from. I wonder how they're gonna suck the money from the council tax though, because it's. Like it's going to the council, so unless they're taxing the councils more, or whatever. I'm sure some of that money goes they're... to the government. I'm sure. No, because council tax is essentially um, for the services that the council provides, so like bin men stuff like that. Like that's... yeah, but this is for TFL. Yeah, they're doing so it for I'm, TFL. Yeah. So. so that's I'm like, unless they're going to, unless the council pays Greater London something, yeah, yeah and then yeah, yeah. Oh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, they're going to raise council tax next year. So look forward to it. Um, so long. We were already, Croydon was already bankrupt. So we were like, oh, what's the council tax going to be saying next year? Um, so a bit tentative about that. And then now they're, they're slapped on top of it. Ah, what can we do? Except move to Kent with Peter. I'm round, bro. Nah, you're the... Kent just sounds like a dead area to live in. Yeah, it does. I can't lie, it does, man. What are you doing? What are you doing in London? What are you doing in London? It sounds cooler than Kent. Okay, and, good for you. And I just feel like London is so much more accessible for everything that you need than Kent is. What do you need? Everything. Like, if I want to go to the barbers, just down the road. Yeah, there's many barbers down the road, and I'm bald. Yeah, the white barbers, but we need the, the black barbers. Like I said, I'm bald. <laughs> You've got different problems. Well, I can't even say that because I'm, I'm, I shave my head as well. Um, but yeah, uh, is your council tax double digits or triple digits? All in the all. The year? Yeah. Oh, for the year. Actually, no. No, no. no for the year. For the year. No, yeah, for, for the year. Not yeah. For the year, it's four. It's four. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, if, yeah. where, where, where are you living? Triple digits. I'm moving <laughs> <Nah>. there. <laughs> no, it's it's triple digits a month. No, no, yeah, ours is ours is quadruple digits um, a year. Yeah. A year, yeah. But is it? Are you paying triple digits a month? 
I'm assuming so. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Triple yeah. Okay. Then yeah, it's not it's not that far off from what what we're paying, even if it's just it's touching less, triple digits. It's less than what I was paying in consulting for sure. Yeah. Okay. But then also you rent is significant. It's enough. Not I'm not I'm not saving the world, but enough. But considering yeah, yeah as as you mentioned, yeah. rent, rent being considering well, rent there, as well. Yeah, yeah there is so. a there is a significant yeah. statement there. Yeah. It's like yo, there was a time when I looked at houses outside of London, and I felt like slapping my landlord. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. I, the same amount that I was paying for a one-bedroom flat, I could have rented out a three-bedroom house with oh, a well. fat garden. We're paying less for a two-bedroom than we were for a one-bedroom, for a tiny one-bedroom, by the way. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So maybe we do move to Kent. And, and do you know what? I've always said, yeah, if my kids ever come home with an accent which isn't a London accent, but moving back to London. Kent doesn't necessarily have an accent, though. Uh, no, it's not like close this. enough. It's not like this. It's not like the from No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, it, it's close enough to London, and because of the university, you're getting a lot of you know people from outside coming in. I don't. I don't speak to anyone and struggle. I can't understand Cheryl Cole, so I know that if there's an accent, I notice. But, you know, yeah, it's like it I was looking at Birmingham, Manchester, and I was just like, yo, Birmingham. Manchester. Yeah, like <laughs> pack your bags. We're going back to London. I can't do it. <laughs> Even I'm listening to Bugsy Malone and that, and I'm just like, oh, like I vibe with your music, but I can't vibe with you talking. Nah, his his accent is what gives him part of his charm. It is, it is, but it's the music, the music. So when I hear him just talking, I'm like, nah, I can't do it. Nah, nah, nah. he's cool when he's talking. He's cool when he's talking. Like, well, I guess because, because like for work we work with poets like all over the country. Mm. I'm used to it. Shout out to Keisha Thompson and who else? Casey Bailey. From Yorkshire, not like we know them. Exactly. I'm like, okay. They're good poets. Go check them out. Casey, okay. Okay, Casey Bailey was even one of the Birmingham Poet Laureate. Okay. Anyway. Um I was about to say hookups. <laughs> hot seat. Hot seat. I think I'm in the hot seat. Yeah. Cool. All right. Can I go first, Peter? So sure, go ahead. All right. Moses. Yes, sir. If you had to recommend some Christian-friendly anime, like free Christian-friendly anime to a to an up-and-coming believer, what would what be your recommendation? Don't watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> um That's a good question. I don't know if there, if, if there are Christian yeah. friends. Because because I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking content like the storyline itself, but then also I'm thinking the actual animation and if there's going to be any um, anything veering towards hentai. Not obviously not that strong, but Almost. just that that jiggle jiggle. You know that that like it's so anything that avoids all of that. Um, I think I'd go um, Studio Ghibli Flex. Okay, that's safe. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd go Studio Ghibli Flex, depending on what age they're at as well. Um, young, young, like young kids. Let's um, say like early to mid 20s. Oh, then yeah, Studio Ghibli. Definitely Studio Ghibli. Um, yeah, I'll say Studio Ghibli. Um 
I wouldn't say One Piece. <laughs> Just yeah, I wouldn't say One Piece. Um, I would say like some old school stuff, like um, oh, what's what's the name of that anime? Oh, I'm gonna have to Google it. It's got a. It's it's almost like these mech um, lions that they're a oh, Voltron, not Voltron. Ooh, Voltron as well. Voltron, not quite anime about Voltron. Um, not thunder, not Thundercats. Not Thundercats, no. Not Silver this Hawks. one. Not Silver Hawks, no. Um, there's this guy who finds this abandoned um, white liger or something like that. Zoids, yeah. I think it is Zoids. I don't remember Zoids being very good. <laughs> hmm? I don't remember Zoids being very good. Fam, I really vibes with Zoids, you know. I don't know Zoids at all. Zoids, I really vibes with Zoids. Um, I think I watched all the episodes and I even bought the game on... Um, I downloaded the game on Emulator. Shout out to yeah, Emulators. Someone. Um... So yeah, I say I say start I say Studio Ghibli potentially Zoids, um, Monster Rancher. I'm not sure if you guys know about that. It's an OG. It's an OG one. Um, um, it was there was some of the people there were a bit a bit. Naked. I mean, I watched that as a kid. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going old school. Um, I can't say Dragon Ball Z. Um, I'll, I'll I'll actually drop some of some of the Netflix stuff. Um, I can't drop. I can't really drop the the Amazon stuff because the Amazon stuff is borderline. <laughs> um, yeah, Blade of the Immortal borderline. Bear geishas all over the place. Women just yeah. I don't even know if that's borderline. I think it's across the line, man. Fact, like this, this one scene is so disturbing. This guy, like they had the an. an an enemy um, samurai group hires a prostitute to draw out this guy. The guy clocks that she's trying to draw him out and they think that she's a prostitute. She's not going to be harmed or anything. This guy beats her up, slices off one of her breasts and it's showing you the thing and then runs his finger in the wound and starts drawing. I'm just like, yeah, fam, you're tapped. That's not that's not borderline. It's firm. Like this guy has got serious issues. So yeah, I can't say Blade of the Immortal. Um yeah. well, I can't say Shaman King. Though. I, I can't think... say Shaman King. But yeah, I think the Studio Ghibli stuff alone will keep you. Yeah, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, is, good. Oh. Ghibli is good. I'm surprised you didn't say Full Metal Alchemist. True. True, Full Metal Alchemist. I was gonna, I was gonna, yeah, I was, it's well, awesome. I was gonna, it's awesome. yeah, that is, that is, I'll say Brotherhood, not the, not the original one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, potentially Hunter x Hunter. I'm trying to run my mind through that. No, doesn't Hunter x Hunter have that pedophilic weird guy? Yes, Hisoka. Yes, it does. But I think if you're, you can, you can navigate that. <laughs> you can navigate that. It's cool. So long as you don't start looking at little boys like that as well. Mm-hmm. If you do, then <laughs> anime is not your problem. You've got bigger problems. Um, 
Hunter X Hunter and um, potentially Backy. That's just fine. <laughs> fighting and uh, Backy's dad telling him that he should have sex with his girlfriend really well. I mean, it depends on what iteration you watch. Because <laughs> there's like four. <laughs> but yeah, he, he goes wild after he has sex, boy. Flipping out. Um, but the new one, the new one, um, Backy ha- uh, Hanma, that one doesn't really have, he's just in prison and he fights his way out um, before he fights his dad. Yeah. There was another one I was going to say. Um, Dragon Prince, Netflix original. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dragon Life. I've, I've backed all of that. And yeah, it's got like a wholesome premise to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like um, Bright with um, Will Smith, but the anime version. That's that's like a the best summation I can kind of give of it. Mm trying to give this whole different races but we're one sort of vibe okay and you'd want to add peter i'm i'm thinking arcane i don't know if it's it's not sexual in any real way no it's not i was thinking arcane as well so arcane is uh, arcane and arcane i think deals with sort of mental illness quite well jinx jinx yeah she's broken boy uh so arcane is uh, i'd add arcane um yeah Okay. Any you got, Robert? Violet Evergarden. Okay. Um, your light in April. There's all those weird slice of life girly ones. Yeah, bro. Slice of life in Japan. When they do it well, they do it so sick. Would you Would you put the Fate series in it as well? Uh, they sexualize yeah. the female characters a bit in that. But uh, that's that's in that's really? in pretty much everything. They do so a little bit super busty, tight waist. That's 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 common in even in films and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah Peter. Not, yeah, okay, okay. All right. I think fate might be a bit too violent to start off with. I mean, if Peter just came to faith, it, it won't be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Even Steinsgate. Uh, Steinsgate was a good one as well. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Peter, your question? Cool. Mo, um, years wrapping up. This is the final episode. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the best way to end the year and start the year um, for the listeners? So I'm guessing for Christians. Oh, for Christians. Mm. Practically, not don't just say go to church. No. no I mean, that do that as well even, if you can. That okay. wasn't even in my mind. Um, yes. I was about to ask if they're married. <laughs> <laughs> start the new year with a bang uh, end it with a bang and start with a bang you know big, big bang hey, fam. Okay, all right. getting ready for the second coming Ooh, at the third <laughs> I'm thinking more setting practical resolutions something sensible enjoy your life enjoy your life um, <laughs> so now I'm thinking um so there's this things that I've um, this podcast I've been listening to, and it's just been talking about um, reviewing, reviewing obviously like mid uh, mid year reviews and blah 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 this and that, <clears throat> and in goal setting, um, looking at 
not so much just setting um, goals based on what you want to achieve, but um, clarifying what what desires you want to press into. And so if it's more like it's not so much so it's not so much so that I want to read through the Bible this year, but almost just like I want to get to know God more. Um, and then having like practicalities around that. Um, so there's always this reminder of why you are doing what you're doing, the drive and um, reviewing the year to see what things kind of brought you um, the closest to the goals or the, the areas that you wanted to go into and things that didn't. And then like, yeah, just capitalizing on those. But I think that's, that's pretty generic in terms of reviewing the year and planning ahead and blah, blah, blah. I think, I think what I would suggest would be um, like literally, and this this is this is just how however you would do it, whether it's in prayer, whether it's with worship, whether it's sitting around with friends or family and stuff, but just getting before God and just like without an agenda, without goals, without anything in mind, and just seek him and just seek what what direction he would have you place your attention um just as simply as that and and have and almost have him walk with you through an appraisal and what uh, like projection in terms of the year the year to come um I find that for me with goal setting is very much around what I would want even if it's like oh I think this is that direction that God is leading me down so I want to put a stake here and then I realized that actually I should have just allowed God to allow things to fall into place as opposed to trying to um, orchestrate things in a specific direction. Um, So yeah, for me, it will very much just be like surrendering your plans to God, surrendering the year that has just gone, not beating yourself up over things you didn't achieve, not getting prideful over things you did achieve, but surrendering it all up to God and surrendering the year to come to God and allowing him to kind of work with you through that the reflection and the projection and then yeah just do like a um, potential vision board and stuff but not in the new age materialistic way of I want to get this house I want to get that but just just like words that you think God is kind of speaking over the year um things that you believe that he wants to do and stuff like that um and directions in which you think he's pointing you towards um if it includes a house so be it but don't let the materialistic things almost outweigh um god himself yeah that's good good answer any any advance on that um as i was talking i think something that came to mind is don't put too much pressure on yourself for the upcoming Mm. year yeah um i think especially with like covid we saw People saying, "Raw, you haven't got two new degrees in this time. We've had all this time. We've been mm. doing. You're slacking." Yeah, and like every year, people will set resolutions that will last for like two weeks, and then trust <laughs> me. And you know, it's it sounds weird, but it's it's okay not to to try and be the best you can be all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts, and no, it's it's facts because even athletes they have training seasons and off seasons where you, you your body needs to rest um but then my my pushback is in as much as athletes do have that they have that 
with a view to contributing towards being their best self. Yes. But what, what I mean is like, it's not, it's not a constant grind mm. to beat your body into this in, or beat yourself into this space. Mm. But recognizing that rest is also part of the process. Yeah. Allowing your body to recuperate is part of the process. And it's not constantly, yeah. I'm trying to read 2,500 books in two hours to make sure that it's in that. Yeah. No, so they get paid a lot more than we do. Fam, <laughs> to rest. To rest and to work. Yeah. Like, bruv, if, if, if I was being paid as much as Cristiano Ronaldo does, I would eat chicken and broccoli all day too. Mm. But until then, I will continue with the KFC. The problem is, because Ronaldo eats chicken and broccoli, that's why he's getting paid that much. You know, like, he was eating chicken and broccoli before, before he got paid that exactly. much. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, my, my thing, yeah, my thing is is just um yeah, don't beat yourself up. Like just just yeah, just in nature. Again, that's what I was gonna say. Nature, like nature has seasons. Mm. Plants have seasons, animals have seasons, and they they recognize that and they live in accordance with that. Yeah. And so they recognize like so for some of them, it's winter time, it's hibernation, let me go sleep. Trees shed their leaves, come winter, come autumn knowing that spring, summer, we're going to be in full bloom. But for this season, we need to let this go. So, yeah, just recognising the seasons and recognising that for the most part, the Western society kind of tells us we need to be going full throttle all the time. But that's that's not life. That's not life. There's a season. There's seasons. And even God doesn't expect us to go full throttle all the time. You know, a lot of being Christian is waiting on God and waiting on him to tell us to move. Being still, yeah, yeah, being still. It says he gives his beloved rest. Yeah, and it's also preparing for what God calls you to do. You know, um, Jesus was able to cast out demons other people were because of the time he spent with God. Come on, outside of that, Mm. so you need to bolster yourself. Um, Don't mean that the sun's a skiver. The sun, the sun's a skiver. I guess their issue was they didn't know Jesus. Oh, Andrea's here, by the way. Hey. Oh, I'm here, Welcome by the way. Andrea. Welcome, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, the sons of Sheba, they didn't know Jesus. But, you know, um, when you're talking about rest, it reminds me of, I can't remember where I read it or where I heard it, but it was about these two men that went out into the woods and their assignment was to cut down trees. Mm. And then there was one of them that was going hard, like they they were going hard, like cutting, cutting, sweating, their arms are aching. And then there was another one. He just looked relaxed. Every time the one that was going hard would turn around, he noticed that the person he was working with was sitting on a stub, but he still had more trees cut down. Mm. And then after a while, when he kept noticing this, he got so angry and turned the man around like, why are you sitting down? How comes you've cut down more than me and I'm putting in all the hard work? And when the guy got up, he saw that he was sharpening his axe. Mm. So every time he was sitting on that stub, he wasn't sitting down on the stub doing nothing. Mm. He was actually sharpening his axe, whereas the guy that didn't take no breaks, wasn't sitting down, using up all his energy, he didn't pause to sharpen his axe once. 
But yeah, when you guys wisdom right there, boy. Yeah, yeah, that came to mind. No, so that saying, if um, if you've got someone, I don't know, it's like if you've got a day to um to cut down the tree, you spend the first hour sharpening your axe, your axe or something. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> What was it's it was Christmas. Look at Peter's face. Ah. Okay, cool. Are you happy with the answer, Peter? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to add a little bit. Um, I, I want to say as well. I think I, I would suggest focusing on for the end of the year reflection, looking back on the year honestly with yourself, taking account, being accountable to yourself as to what you did. Um, but then going forward, I'll just say, look at your life. What did you do? <laughs> Starting in a year, I would say, whatever amount of time you would have used to plan and to choose your resolutions, half it, use half of the resolutions and use the other half of processes that will get you there. Um, mm-hmm. So if it's mm-hmm. running, you know, think about, okay, what can I do every day, every other day, every week? to get me there and then plan out the process. I think we, we, we sometimes focus too much on the end goal and it's the yeah. processes that will get you there. Someone say you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And so that's what mm. you sort of want to That's not me, that's I think James Clare. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that would be my advice for, at least that's what I'm doing for the end of the year. So, yeah. Nice. So what are your goals? Have you got any to share? Um, I, I guess I can share. So I'm planning on improving. So I learned web development and front-end uh, uh, development this year. Planning oh, you can build websites? I can, yeah. HTML, CSS, uh, JavaScript. I'm planning did you on... teach yourself that? Or no, did you? I tried to teach myself that for like three years. Oh, my <laughs> God's grace. My, um, my company put me on a course for it. In, oh, in six weeks and it's like well there's the difference <laughs> um yeah so the plan is to uh improve on that and that's by doing a coding challenge every other week um hmm. and yeah there's a few more other bits and bobs that i haven't fleshed out yet but yeah that's and you play with squarespace code. yeah yeah and i played with, I, I use squarespace 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 for our church website. That's yeah. been quite good. Yeah, we might we might have. We have a church website podcast. Oh, this stress. is how you know you're not you're not stress. Fam. Yeah, we, we have a church website. It's what? live. I thought when I every time I speak to Pip, he says it's in development. Yeah, it's live. It's just there's nothing on there. We haven't got much content on there. Um, so I've been meaning to speak to you guys about doing some poetry so I can put it up there. But yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You've heard my kind of poetry. <laughs> hey. We need your kind of poetry so people know what they can be saved from. Hey. Oh, hey. We could do that. We could do that. <laughs> nah, nah. But yeah, yeah. Got got a few, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know why you got so excited. That was a shock. <laughs> because you need the antagonist to make you better, and 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 I'm happy to fill that role. Like <sighs> without it touchy. Sasuke wouldn't have been where he was. Okay. Itachi wasn't an antagonist. Itachi was, he was. misunderstood. He was nah, misunderstood. Bro. He's misunderstood. He, he killed his whole family. <laughs> they needed to die. They were pagans. 
They what though? They what? Anyway, look, they, that's they not what we're talking about. They had the, the potential to be pagans. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. So, as Peter already revealed quite rudely, mm-hmm. it's going to be the last Blacksmiths episode. Sorry, I didn't realize you had a whole reveal. Yeah, I was going to make a whole drama of it. I was going to pretend I was leaving forever and then be like, just kidding. But yeah, right. so this is the last episode of the, the year. And mm. it's kind of my fault. Why is it your fault? Well, um, by the time this comes out, <laughs> I will be married. <laughs> Who will you be married to, B? To you! <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sure you've heard Andrew on the past few podcast episodes here and there. Mrs. Emisa. Mrs. Yeah. Emisa. So um, the I, woman I struggled to pronounce the last name. You know, it was. A oh madness. my gosh, she was like, "I was." It took me back to uni when they had a Chinese guy mentioning everyone's last name. It they butchered all the African ones, and then oh it, it, it came. It came to the. The Chinese and Japanese name. I was like, rolled. yo, rolled. just rolled off the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at the time of recording, we are legally married. Mm-hmm. Went to mm. the office, did the thing. Moses was there. Couple snaps, nope. snaps. I was wearing my suit, almost didn't have a tie, almost killed myself having a, a bath, but you know, we moved. Oh my gosh, it was such a dramatic morning for it you. Was. It was, but <laughs> we made it in one piece. So we are officially married. Legally mm-hmm. married. On Saturday, we'll be traditionally married. Mm, yeah. We'll be, we'll be officially married. Officially yeah. married. Yeah. In, her, in mm. front of your culture and in front of God. Amen. That's so it. Come on. Culture and God. Come on. All boxes tick. Yeah. And Sanction think, to smash. I think maybe one day. Amen. Hey, come on. I missed that. Yeah, of course he did. Sanctioned to smash. Oh, listen, that sounds like the title of a whole podcast. It does. It does. The Smash Bros need to jump on. (laughs) When we come back, I'll 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 temporary Smash Bros for that one. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking maybe maybe one day on a podcast episode down the line we can tell our story. Mm, that would be nice. Or maybe we should have an episode where we we all tell our story because, like, we said it in bits, but I don't think we've had like. The whole mm. That would be good, actually. That yeah. would be, be good. so good. Told from yeah, both sides. Yeah. Because, because, because and all the wives jump on too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be so cool. That would be good. And I'll be down for that. But anyway, well, inter- yeah. yeah. So this will be the last episode for until the new year. Mm. Um, we'll be back. We'll be married. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I thought that. Um, seeing as this is the last episode before we go into married mode, um, that maybe you guys could give us some advice, yeah, and some like, and some like do's and don'ts from your own experiences, yeah, being married. Yes, please. I think we've done this already. With who? You. Specifically. No, not officially. Not not not, not officially. Not, not having maybe. been asked, but I think yeah, we definitely have. Of okay, okay, then, then, okay how about now you, you, you like tailor it to me knowing that I'm going to be with Andrea? Hmm, interesting. That's interesting. Very interesting. Raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know where to start because I feel like I've like most of what I've said 
well, most of what I have to say, I've already said on the podcast. Say it again. Say it again. I'll ask that. Oh, have you got anything? No, no, you, you can ask. I was going to say if they have any like questions or directions or lead and stuff that they that they wanted to throw out. Mm. That would help us gain some like context or whatever. Yeah, I'll I'll start with talk about everything, especially the things you think you don't need to talk about. Mm. Like take it, you know, it's better to talk about more than you need to and then scale it back than talk about less than you need to and be missing stuff, if that makes sense. That makes so, sense. Um, talk about talk about it, like, especially as you're beginning, you talk everything and anything, even if you think it doesn't need to be said or doesn't need to be spoken about, talk about it and then fig- like learn that it doesn't need to be spoken about. Rather mm. than making that assumption, I think that's that's important. That's important, and I, I say that as well as as you ask, Robert, knowing that it's you, and knowing that I think you tend to live in your head a little bit in terms of plans and things going on, um, and which is which is fine and is a good way to do it because it's not like you're you're shaking it to the side, but I think um, it's worth keeping um drea informed on the mm. things that you're thinking about and the things that you're planning and the things that you've sort of got on the back burner sizzling away um, so good because <clears throat> she might not know and she might not you know she might be wondering what what's this guy doing <laughs> she won't know because she's not a mind reader yeah you know if you don't um, bring her in she won't know and and just oh. sometimes it's 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 easy to think well it's okay because it's being dealt with and maybe it's not obviously disturbing her. So it's like, cool, we can just leave it to the side and, and do it and deal with it. But you never know. So I would say talk about more than you think you need to and then figure out what you can sort of leave by the wayside. That's, that's the first piece. Okay. I can take that. I think, I think on my part, um, one thing that I would say is, um get a counselor um <laughs> now it's 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 interesting because when we first got married um i met up with the pastor who who presided over our wedding i met with him once every 6 weeks 6 to 8 weeks throughout then throughout the first year first year year and a half of our marriage and it was so needed mm-hmm. um there's a real shift between what you think headship within a household is going to be like and what it actually is mm-hmm. um and the amalgamations of of like cultures and families and habits and blah 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 and just the realities of living with each other um and sometimes when sitting in that place of tension, we don't communicate it in a way that is healthy and wholesome. Mm. And sometimes it can come across as like tearing down or like demeaning and stuff like that. But just having space and time to live life and to face problems and then go to this guy and just talk it through and then 
there was real challenge. There was real like pushback on certain things. There was affirmation on certain things. And then to be able to come back to Zim and be like, all right, so these are some of the stuff that kind of came up. This is how I've been feeling about this problem. I'm able to talk that through. Um, what did, did a lot for me, um, really allowed me to navigate certain things just in, in terms of like expectations, unmet expectations and blah, blah, blah. Just being able to sit down with someone who I knew would be giving me godly counsel. Mm. Um, and he wasn't just like trying to listen to my problems and then run around and go tell like like he was he was actually there for us um, and yeah so that that was really helpful on my part and I can only imagine that it would have been helpful for gems as well um, so yeah when I say get get counseling like yeah get a therapist get someone you can speak to like a mentor or something like that someone that's trusted um, Individually? I ideally, I, ideally, I was going to say individually. Um, I was going to say, because it, it, it felt good to be in a space where I wasn't mindful of saying something that may potentially oh, hurt okay. gems. Um, but then being in a space where I knew that this person would challenge me. Good. If so, so it was a case in which it wasn't like, other oh, person just gonna side with me and be like, oh yeah, nah, she she's not. It's like no, like actually, let's think about this, mm. um, and then be able to like shift my perspective and then come back to be like, all right, yeah, this is it. Um, so that was helpful, and then there's there's an onus on conversation after that. Um, from that place of having that perspective, shit. I don't know why you're nodding very strong, you know. He just doesn't <laughs> know how to sit still. <laughs> I just can't sit still. You need a fidget spin or something. Um, Yeah, and then coming back and having these open conversations as Peter was talking about. Um, So, yeah, it's as you're learning, like, the nuances of each other and stuff and communicating and everything, and even just yourself and shifting into this role, it's it's very helpful to kind of have a space to process in a way that you're not mindful of, like, potentially hurting other person's feelings or being uh, misunderstood. Um, understood and stuff Um, because every season of your life comes there's a transition and you need to process that transition so into marriage transition into parenthood transition and there's there's something to be processed through that Um, because even just this is like potentially far in the future but just by virtue of like getting pregnant giving birth and stuff that that's an intense nine months for both people and there's stuff to be processed there. Even if you have like a baby just walks out, everything's cool, you go home the same day, like there's still stuff to kind of yeah. go through, let alone if you if you have like an emergency cesarean or anything like that. Um, so yeah, never knock counseling and wise counsel um, and therapy whilst married. It can it can do you guys like massive good. Thank you. Nice. And just just in addition to that, even if it's an older couple that you know and respect, yeah. um, I think speaking to them, and, and also I'd even say having an individual, and indiv- having conversations individually, but then it can still be the same person, if that makes sense. So you both individually have conversations with the same person. I found that's quite useful as well, because they mm. have a third person sort of view, and they're hearing both sides. And especially mm. when it's things that you just aren't saying to each other you know mm. that needs to be said they can point that out so yeah yeah, yeah that's good um i would have i would really have to stress that let it be someone like you not trust 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the trust needs to run deep. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there's, it's not even a potential. You guys will be airing out frustrations. You guys will be airing yeah. out ugly stuff. Yeah. And so you don't want someone who's going to be looking at you man sideways yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. where it can kind of get awks and tense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let it be someone you trust and someone who you know is mature enough to be able to handle um what is that you're saying preferably not a family member yeah ah oh, never <laughs> never which family member never wisdom that's cool that's <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. wow whichever yeah. side of the family is coming from you know that yes. there's going to be a bias towards yeah. that that person yeah. So mm-hmm. you can be like, oh yeah, Robert's doing this, but what what about your own? You know, like that. <laughs> like there's always do you know, there's one person I can trust that will do that for me. It's my little sister. Mm. I feel like well, sometimes there's but some, even though there's I some, won't go to um, her. Well, no, there's there's the some un, unconscious biases mm. that it's just I don't know, inherent sometimes, but yeah, yeah. No, and they still stay angry, even if you're over it. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's the, the siblings that's and the parents yeah. are staying vexed. Yeah. You lot go for Christmas dinner and that, and they're best stabbing your chicken before they give it to you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think um, right, I've got a question. I've got a question. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so how does <laughs> why are you like this? <laughs> All right, bro? okay. How does one so how would you recommend navigating being an introvert with a highly extroverted partner? Mm. I think I think it's it's um understanding. Oh and again, I guess it comes to that kind of communication thing, it's understanding each other and where each other each other come from. So I think for me, one thing I've noticed with love as it should be is it's also sacrifice. Mm. Or it is, it does contain sacrifice and, and love does not prefer its own ways so where I think you guys are very different there's an element on, and, and if done correctly I am willing to sacrifice everything for you you are willing to sacrifice everything for me and it's easier to sort of meet in the middle so yeah you're you're highly introverted you you need your space alone you don't want to you know it it costs you to interact with other people your partner should understand and should know that. And if you're not expressing that to them, that's on you. But then mm-hmm. if it's also been expressed to them, it's on them to be considerate of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think that conversation always comes, is always important. Like you guys go out and you have fun and it's all good, but you come home and you are depleted. It's worth expressing that. And, and you know, letting your, letting, I keep saying your partner as if it's not letting Drea know, Oh, I'm super, I'm super depleted and, and this was draining for me. Not that it's bad, but that I'm introverted. Mm. And so it takes a lot out of me to be in the limelight or to be amongst people and stuff. And then it's Andrea to sort of be mindful of that. And yeah. we don't go to every party, but then we do go to some parties because I'm extroverted and I get, you know, it's an input for me to interact with other people. And that's mm. also you sort of sacrificing and again, meeting somewhere in the middle. Mm. Um, I would also add it's having your own thing. And <laughs> I say that, but I think what's worked with Anita and I is, and it, like, again, is that willingness. So I'm willing to not go and train and not do martial arts and stuff. Um, but then Anita's also willing for me to do it. And so we sort of meet in the middle. And instead of going every day, I'm going 
once a week or something. And what's happening is when I don't go and I think I'm sacrificing, it's all good. That makes it, I'm not recharging. I'm not thinking. So I'm actually not presenting my best soul to Anita. And she sees that. And so it's like, you, you always will have to meet in the middle and, and sacrifice for one another. Um, and that should be done equally on both sides, I think. So yeah, that communication, being explicit and honest about what you need, especially as introvert and extrovert are so polar opposite. Um, mm. I think that would help. Yeah, I think um, adding to that, definitely, <clears throat> again, that communication is, is an onus. Um, it's, it's also recognizing how far along the spectrum you are. So obviously there's like extreme extroverts or extreme introverts and then there's like ambiverts in the middle kind of recognizing how far along that spectrum you are mm. um so Robert may be more introverted but he it's like he's more he I don't believe you have many you have much qualms like being around people and stuff but it's more so in like a homely environment so taking it from my perspective I I can spend all day with gems um as soon as other people get involved in it, I start getting a lot more drained. Um, because my love, one of my love languages is quality time. And so I can spend that time with her all day, every day, and, and actually feel energized. <clears throat> but as soon as other people kind of start coming in, it's not so it's not so much so that time with her depletes me, but it's it's the external factors that I'm kind of having to consider as well that that depletes me. But one thing that I have found for that is um getting to know yourself like being comfortable in who you are and that comfortability then lead into a contentment with this is who I am and then allowing your partner grace within that and so recognizing that it's just like oh cool like I'm just not I just don't like going out like that you want to go out and I'm content with you going out so you can go out you can chill I'm not seeing this as you're having fun without me or anything like that, or you're picking other people over me, but you like, you, you need this time in this space or otherwise I just, I just need like an hour on the switch. I just, I just kind of need to zone. I've had a, I've had a long day, whatever. I just need that time and not necessarily, <laughs> and not necessarily seeing it as like, Oh, you're picking, like, you don't want to be around me. Like, what have I done? Like, have I done something wrong? Like, I just want to mm. spend this time with you. Mm. And just being like, yo, like, I just, I just, I literally just need to offload. I just need this time to just put on the headphones, listen to some music and just zone out for, for a little while and then come yeah. back. Um, and so being com- comfortable enough with yourself to be yourself, but then also being content in other person's love for you where you can allow the person to be content and be themselves and not seeing it as it's taken away from you. And that's, that's, that's sometimes a tricky balance to, to, to strike, um, especially with like conversations and stuff like that and wanting to do things together and wanting to like introvert people like, oh yeah, stay home with me, extroverts, now nah, let's go out together. Um, sometimes like, go chill with your friends, I'll sit here and play games or whatever. And it's, yeah, so I think there's there's a level of just getting to know yourself, being comfortable in yourself and not seeing the other person's tendencies as a knock against who you are or their affection for you. Love that. And then maybe it's not playing games. Maybe I want to paint a picture. <clears throat> yeah. When when last did you paint a picture, Sam? Well, maybe if I had some time to myself. 
That would look at me. <laughs> that would look at me. That would look and at me. Cause... You just got married. You should have had time to yourself. <laughs> Bro, I'll give, I'll give Robert all the time he wants. And I even, appreciate it. Even when was it? Yesterday or the day before. He was just like, oh, babe, do you know what? Can I, can I just go for a while? I was like, okay, go. <laughs> we talk? And he was gone mm-hmm. for a few hours. Yeah, I have. I have. Few, hey, come on. I think I was but, do you, but do you know what? Though? It was in the evening. Oh, no, it was I, in the evening. I was tidying up. That's what I was doing. Oh, well, you, you enjoyed that. I didn't say, oh, you don't want to talk to me. Ah, <laughs> like he makes and, it seem. How does it seem? This may be a way off as well. But with the extrovert, introvert thing, when, when kids kids get involved, it needs to be um, reevaluated again because now there's dependence and stuff. And oh so gosh. your tendency to want to go out, <laughs> you need to find that babysitter. You need to do all of these things there. Um, and obviously your tendency to just want to zone out and stuff may not necessarily happen because you need to change nappies and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, a, and what's, what's even interesting is I've, I've realized that I have better quality time with my kids when it's one-on-one. Mm. So it's like, I, I'm a better parent to them when it's one-on-one, but as soon as I have the kids together, I become almost like a manager trying to manage the space for mm. them to live in. And so there's almost like this one step away. And I find that a lot more draining because I'm managing the space. But when it's one-on-one, I'm actually spending time with you. Um, mm. And that, again, is, is due to my introverted tendencies. Are you I'm an introvert? introvert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more, in, yeah. I have, mm. I'm more introverted, but I think I'm, yeah, I'm more so towards the ambivert side of the spectrum. Um, but I have yeah. highly introverted tendencies. Um which sounds like a contradiction of what I just said. No, it makes sense. Um, so yeah, with, with the kids, whenever there's Noah and Leia, I'm just like, all right, just trying to manage their play, make sure that Leia ain't kicking Noah in the face, like all of these stuff there. <laughs> and then when Amelia comes into it, it's just like, rah, like, okay, cool. There's three kids and I'm having to manage everything. But when it's just me and Amelia, it's blessed. Me and Leia is blessed. Me and Noah is blessed. But as soon as it gets mixed, I'm more managing their relationships and the space than them. Um, and I find that really draining. So even in like times when I'm taking care of all the kids with Jim's doing something, by the time she comes back, I know that she's going to be tired, but I'm just like, I'm white. I kind of need to recharge as well. Um, so there's that as well. And, and so as the, again, as the marriage progresses and eventually kids get involved, there's, there's going to have to be a reevaluation of like introvert, extrovert, and how that kind of plays out now with the added responsibility. Wow. These are such good responses. Thank you. Can Thanks, I give guys. one last one? Yeah. yeah. Treat each other best. Like, there shouldn't be anyone mm. in your lives that you treat better Facts. than Facts. your spouse. So um, good. So, yeah. And that might mean that <laughs> you're just a horrible person to everyone and you're just a little less horrible to <laughs> Drea. But she should be the person you've treated, you treat the best. Um, yeah. and, and the same for Drea. And that's throughout. That's now, you know, honeymoon, yeah. And that's 10 years down the line. They should be the person you treat the best. Um, yeah. I love that. 
Wonderful. Love that a lot. Oh. Treat me oh. the best, babe. You treat me the best. Because I am the best. <laughs> well, I'm not joking. But, you know, humble brag. <laughs> say humble brag. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> but I was going to say, I think, I think um, Robert already maybe, I say Robert loosely. I say Robert loosely because Jeremy may be on this wave as well. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a real reality of <clears throat> waking up every day and choosing to love your partner. Mm. Where it's very much like waking up and being like, yo, like I am I am choosing to love you. I am yeah. choosing to be here. Yeah. I'm choosing to commit myself fully to you. Um and that that then shapes how you go about serving them, loving them, being around them. Where it's like, mm-hmm. yo, like I am cho- I'm not just gonna wait for the butterflies, I'm not gonna wait for you to make me pancakes and that like I'm choosing yeah. to love you even through your nonsense, even through whatever mm-hmm. you're going to do, like your socks, mm-hmm. aren't in, <laughs> your, your socks aren't in the laundry basket and I've told you 25 times, put into the laundry basket, it's still, I'm choosing, I'm going to choose to love you. Um, literally waking up every day and choosing to love the person. Oh, That's good. That's good. Oh, do you have a question? <clears throat> to be honest, the questions that were in my head that I didn't know how to articulate, you you answered them. Oh, so Yes. The spirit is one. Amen. Yes, answered. Um, so, yeah, exciting times. Ask another question. You can ask another question. How does one go about managing the smash schedule? Managing what? The smash schedule. Smash schedule. I thought we already spoke about this. Yeah, but I want to hear what they say about it. Oh, because they've got experience. Whenever That's one true. wants it, you give it. If That's right. If, if. <laughs> If, however, no, if, no, buts. no, 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 no. If, oh, so we want, honestly, we want butts. <laughs> honestly, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly, I think the the baseline is whenever one wants it, they get it. However, if for whatever reason one can't, you don't, you don't, um, take you never make them feel guilty about it. You don't take it personally. Ooh. You never make them feel guilty mm. about it because. It could be for whatever reason. Maybe they're just not feeling it for that day, or you know, what whatever the reason is. If they if they aren't feeling it enough to uh, period, whatever. If they aren't feeling it enough to want to be with, you know, you take the step back. The the worst thing is, um, and this is African mostly, but oh, you know, even if you're on your period and he wants it, then fine. It doesn't matter what you feel now. Ooh. Because raw, that's wild. That is yeah, wild. Nah, nah, it's just like no. If, yeah, face right now. <laughs> no, for real, for real. And 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 no, some 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 uh cultures have gone like, oh, your your man will, you know, he will, he might look at other women or or he'll do this. Like, no, he should be disciplined enough to at least wait what a Facts. week, two weeks. It's Facts. not that difficult, you know. It's not that crazy. Um, <laughs> and I mean. Um, I mean, penetration ain't the only thing you can do, you know what I'm That's right. Come on, come on. Got more so. than one hole in the body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's I mean, true. This again, 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 communication. No, communication. Communication. Right. It's like, you know, I might like a little bit of, you know, whatever. Tell, what, Pierre, tell us, tell us. Salation. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Let, let that be known. Let that be known. Bobby then, ain't about that, like, though. You'd be surprised. 
look up the cover of its face. What life? Because I'm about every life. You're not, you're not, you're not. Except the no life. Exactly, exactly. So I think, yeah. Um, be 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 honest and be open about it. But mm. it, it's 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 again that thing of I should be hundred percent willing to sacrifice for you, you're hundred percent willing to sacrifice for me, and we are willing to meet in the middle. So exactly. yeah, you know, if you're sleeping and you know the person turns around and nudges you and says, like, Oh, hey. okay, cool. Just you know, it's cool, it's cool, allow it. <laughs> but Do then you if you're if you're if you're like you sick up? and you're ill <laughs> Man, and, you know, right. and it's, it's a bit right. much. Then maybe you two don't turn around and nudge a person, but then also it's like be 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 accommodating, be accommodating, be accommodating. Yeah. yeah, I think um, I'm making I, a little I, joke. I, <laughs> I would love to hear Anita on this, you know. Um, <laughs> I think I think so. So there's 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 a few different angles that I want to touch it from. So <laughs> no pun intended, but. Um, <laughs> But um, so obviously, when the Bible says uh, husbands, mm. your body, the body is, is your wives, and wives, your body is your husbands, mm-hmm. and it's it's um, not denying each other um, sex, knowing unless, that the enemy is unless it is unless agreed, yeah, <laughs> unless it is to fast and agreed, because like the enemy uses these times to kind of infiltrate into marriages and stuff, and so there's wisdom there to recognize that like my body is my wife's and my wife's body is mine. If I may, I may want it, but if she's like, no, I'm like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll respect you. Like, and have that level of thing um, within each other where it's like, all right, cool, my body is yours. Because um, technically you can't have sex with anybody else. So if I'm denying you, then I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot here. Um, you, should, well, you, te- you shouldn't have sex with anybody else. If I'm denying you, it's, it's going to be all mad. Um but but there's there's the flip side that I want to approach it from as well is um, I think Peter is is a um, Peter situation is an unfortunately an increasingly um, de- a unique situation in that um, both people hadn't like pretty much versions um, coming together. So I was like, what's going on here? Isn't yeah. it? Me as well. No, I, was no, thinking, yes, I saw the face. I saw the face. You know? face. But it's, and that unfortunately, that is becoming more uncommon in this day and age. Mm. Um, like, that's, that's not my situation. But this unfortunately comes with the potential of traumatic sexual encounters in the past, mm. which is a reality, oh is a reality when you get into marriage. Because the thing that should bring you so much pleasure historically has been traumatic or has been steeped in some sort of trauma. Mm. And so even though it's like, yes, I want to do it, but I'm having to fight through this trauma to engage this time, to enjoy this time with you. Mm. And so there needs to be, there needs to be understanding, there needs to be healing, there needs to be um, just walking with, if that is the situation. With God. Um, because yeah, it's 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 real. Like um, situations where like oral may have been like the girl may have been forced to do oral or or rate and stuff like that, and so certain things will just trigger her back into that space. Or even a guy, you, guys get raped as well. Um, may just trigger them into that space, and then you may almost take it as, oh, it's me. He doesn't want to have sex, or she doesn't want to have sex with me. 
without mm. and he and he or she may not even recognize that this is what I'm dealing with mm. and again that's where counseling and stuff kind of comes into it there there are qualified um rape counselors and stuff who are able to kind of walk you through these things and recognize and it's even to the fact of sometimes childbirth can trigger rape survivors mm. yeah childbirth can trigger rape survivors to be like yo like this again it's the same area something is happening within that space that you have no control over and stuff like that and so um and even if you have midwives who are having to like hold it and stuff like that you're Mm -hmm. being touched in ways that Mm -hmm. may take you back into that space Mm. and so that whole that whole thing can then again be traumatic so yeah there's there's the reality of your your husband your buddies to husbands and blah 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 if you're in a fortunate position where both of you are virgins then hopefully you won't have sexual trauma because sexual trauma is not just penetration um it isn't just penetration um there's rape and there's sexual assault so yeah those two so it's navigating that yeah that highlights a couple things for me as well is uh childbirth can also change desires and what you like and whatever yeah be mindful of that but then also and this is for robert um, I don't know, maybe it's for Dre as well, but for Robert, porn stars are both athletes and actors. So mm. don't compare yourself to them and Amen. don't expect that of your partner because Amen. those are scenes that are set up and you don't know the drugs that have been involved. Talk or about the it. Num- the number the level of breaks, of yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> so uh, don't, you know, like if you've ever been in a fight, it's very different from what you see on TV. It's the same from thing. UFC. <laughs> <laughs> porn is porn is is um very it's very spectator sport. Not, yeah, like, I wouldn't even, even call it a spectator sport. Yeah, it is staged, it shouldn't be spectator. and so it shouldn't inform your expectations at all. Yeah. Of course, if you want to say, and I'm not saying this this is not a reason to watch porn, but you know, from porn that you've watched in the past. If you have certain positions that maybe you want to give a go, whatever, fine. You've got your boxes and your games and your stuff, so whatever. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is um, I think one thing that porn is doing is destroying men, especially because it's really, really warping their expectations yeah. in a very dangerous way. You know, both mm-hmm. of themselves and yeah. of their partners. So mm-hmm. just, just be very, very yeah. careful of that. Um, because I think we've all spoken about it before, and we've all sort of been exposed to porn, um, unfortunately. But yeah, that's it's 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 a one way street to disappointment. Yeah, mm. I was going to add as well um, two things. Firstly, do not compare previous to past, yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Mm. Totally unhealthy. Amen. Totally unhelpful. Um, enjoy the present for what it is. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, just grow in that. Um, and oh, I've forgotten the second thing. Oh, I've forgotten the second thing. I'll just add one thing there is, with like all things, you guys will get better at being sexual yeah. partners for each other. So That's regardless of how say. it starts. That's that what day, I was going to yeah. say. Um, and when you, uh, this, this is very idealistic. Um, doesn't always happen, especially in the heat of the moment. But um, wow, we're lingering on sex right now, boy. Um, it was an important topic, obviously. In, 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 um, Robert's favorite it topic. Hey, nice I mean, was my favorite topic. Thank you very much. 
that's worrying. But um, like what? I'm like Pikachu. Cats. Um, Pikachu's a cat. Pikachu's a mouse. Pikachu's a cat. <laughs> It's a Pikachu's mouse. Yeah, mouse. It's a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> that official yeah, was a mouse. Heads. Yes. Yeah. It's oh. called the mouse Pokemon. The electric right. mouse Pokemon. Okay. Um, is that why Mewtwo doesn't like him? No, Mewtwo doesn't like anybody because he was forced to be born against his will. Yeah. By, by, by the humans. Um, in insects, the aim should be the other person's pleasure. Mm. Not not just yeah, man's done. Sort yourself out. Mm. Um, but yeah, the aim should be the other person's pleasure. <laughs> you know, Chuck. <laughs> I don't know why they're laughing, but okay. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. That's some good grounds. Any any questions before we round up? <clears throat> Okay. I'm waiting for the ladies to come on. Hey. Yeah, we should we should do the episode with the wives and yeah. talk about our stories. All the escapades. Talk about all that, but okay. <laughs> cool. All right, let's round up then. Thank you guys for the advice. Thank you so much. I thank you for your support during this time and just hey, enjoy it in our lives. It's much appreciated. All good, all good. Definitely got you, man. I mean, oh, you look quite like. You have got some time to implement these things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. taking like a two week break, so yeah, got some time. <laughs> two week break. I'm going back to work next week. Oof! Wait, what? Christmas? Oh, no, I'm, I'm going back to work next week as well. What? Yeah. 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 When? As soon as the kids, as soon as the kids break from school, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Don't call me. Don't email me. You'll be getting my out of office email like responses. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done today as well. What was the baby last? Yeah, but I'll probably do a bit of work here and there, otherwise I'm going to come back to like 200 emails. Yeah. A million emails. I've muted all my emails. <laughs> I don't even get notifications anymore. Straight. Cool. All right, should we do hookups? Yes, sir. Yeah, cool. Can I go first? You can. So my hookup is actually my hookup from last week. Uh, Ruslan KD. It's a YouTube channel. He's a Christian. Uh, he's also a rapper. Um, but he tackles like, you know, current affairs, everything and anything. He talks about uh, talks about faith, theology. Um, he also talks a lot about sort of wealth and acquiring wealth um, and uh, side hustles. He's a good, he's a really good guy. He's a really good guy. So Ruslan KD, check him out. Check his YouTube YouTube channel out. He's uh he's really dope. Hey Ruslan, isn't he part? He wasn't he part of Dream um, Dream Junkies? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that was my jam back in the day, boy. Um, mm. J John Gibbs. John, yeah, John, John Gibbs, Gibbs yeah. had to. John Gibbs dipped. Oh no, I don't think it was part of Dream Junkies like that. Actually, was that that was with was it Jay Givens? Was it Jay Givens? Yeah, Dream Junkie. Yeah. There was three of them. Ruslan, yeah. um, Leaf, and John Gibbs. Uh, was that, was that? Wasn't that one that, that started smoking in like all these videos? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was, it was Ruslan. Them, it was them three. Oh, it was Ruslan. It was Ruslan. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Man's oh, saying, yeah, it was. Like it's, yeah, they had some dope. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> 
I was going yeah. to do the same thing, you know. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't realize it was him. I didn't yeah, believe yeah, yeah. and um and Jay Jay uh, John Gibbs, but yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, that's that's um yeah, that's it. I'll go next. My thing. Shaman King. <laughs> Netflix just dropped the next batch of episodes. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I jumped on Netflix today and it was their new episode. So man's like, yo, if you don't see me at your wedding, you know where I'm going. Better find yourself there. <laughs> I was waiting for a response. Uh, just seeing me sitting in the corner of my phone. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shaman King, the next batch of episodes. I think there's about like nine or eight episodes just dropped. So yeah. hey, you okay though? Hmm? You okay though? Yeah. Okay, it's coughing a bit much. <laughs> it was clearing my throat. From what? <laughs> 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 uh, do you want to do the next hookup? Um, yeah. My hookup would be um an events planner and coordinating company. Um, they came through for me like literally last minute and what helps is that they're believers as well so when I was panicking and getting stressed um, the main coordinator and founder of the business was just she'd literally pour out scriptures literally speak the word of God over me so if you want um someone that's really positive, not necessarily even just in the faith, but it was a bonus for me, but someone really positive, they're called AFEC Events. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it's A, A for Alpha, P for Papa, H for Hotel, E for Echo, K for Kilo, Events. And they can be found on Instagram. Um, What's their handle? I think it's at AFEC Events. And I'll put in the show notes anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, they've been amazing. So that's my hookup. Nice. Nice. Cool. And my hookup is a restaurant, German Donner Kebab. Yo, they're the greatest. I did that last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, last week. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Mrs. Miss spelt it on the thing. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. This is Grace. Mm. Um, what's I gonna say? Oh. Yeah, German on the kebab, they do great kebabs. Go 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 get a, a bus box. Yeah, bus boxes are sick. Jeez. What did I do? We spelled it wrong. Yeah, you must have misspelled it wrong. Mud. <laughs> <laughs> you misspelled it wrong. It's just <laughs> double negative. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, in my defense, I just copied the spelling that Peter used on the on the show notes. Oh, now it's your fault. Oh, it's all coming out now. Yeah. Come like Adam, got the woman that like, the person that you gave me. Yeah, it's him. Cool. All right, cool. Well, that's it, guys. This is the last episode of the year. Happy New Year, everyone! Oh, Happy New Year. Bigger, better. There might even be video. Oh yeah. Live episodes. Oh yeah. Come on. Let's go, man. Let's go. Speak it. Get ready for those YouTube donations. Like, share, subscribe. Come on. Oh, that, oh, you guys oh, going to okay. make us rich next year. Fam. Okay, all right. I take payment in Bitcoin. Yeah, come on. Ah! Yeah. We get take our first sponsor. You no, know? come on. Raid Shadow come Legends. On. Mm. 
And what's the other one? Oh, what's the other big ones? I'm going to get sponsored by Sadiq Khan. Yeah. The Ridge Wallet. This- Ridge Wallet. What's your one? Council tax is coming back to me, Lawnmower 4.0. Hey, Skillshare. Come on. Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> you got to get all this. Kegel. Kegel. Oh, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Okay, so I guess for the final time this year, shout out to Ridge for the intro outro music. Come on. Calvin Turner for the ordinary amazing logo. Come on. You can find us on Twitter, at the Furnace UK. Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blacksons Furnace. No apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps, Blacksons Furnace. With the apostrophe. And yeah, this is Blacksons Furnace signing out. Blau. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Are you mutt? I should have let you finish, but you were dead. No turkey, just chicken, because we ain't dry. We like our meat moist. Hey, hey. Come Take on. Take care, guys. And, and no nice. Brussels sprouts, because we ain't Caucasian. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um,